Welcome back to A Generation Unplugged, the podcast where we talk about everything from A to Z. And I'm so excited about this podcast episode here that we're going to talk about today. So why are we talking about the Holy Spirit? Because it's integral if you're a Christian to not just know who he is, but to be able to work with him and to actually understand why. So let's jump back into this right here then. So yeah, absolutely. if you want to give him a job, if you want to say job, yeah. that's his J-O-B-B. That's his job is to, <laughs> is to do yeah. just that. It's that's to exactly reveal right. God to you and to be that, to be that bridge, that gap. Because Jesus was the bridge. He was yes. the gap between us and God. the Father. That's right. That's right. And he's the permanent bridge, That's right, for yes. salvation. But now there's another bridge for that for that revelation, for that download, for that connection. I see it like these like these cords here. I plug one end here, one one end over here into the mic. Yeah. And that's, I just made a connection, that's right? right? Yeah. So if I turn if I unplug my cord, nobody's hearing me anymore. I'm out. Yeah. Right. I can't hear you. You can't hear me. Boy, are we talking here? Yeah. And if I plug it back in, mm-hmm. ta-da, I you can hear me plain and clear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I like what you were saying <laughs> sure. about the cord, because uh, that's exactly right. But I all, what come to mind when you were saying that was like a GPS, right? And you know how the in three hundred feet turn right. You know, <laughs> I and, love that, and, and and it sounds so like people would almost say that's blasphemous because oh my gosh, you're talking about the Holy Spirit and comparing him to a GPS, <laughs> but but really, I mean, if he directs your path. That's what he's doing. That's exactly what he is. He's directing you. And and what is what is so funny to me? My dad was the world's worst about this. If we ever used a GPS, he'd be like, "That's stupid. They don't know where it's going." You know, blah blah blah. <laughs> it literally is designed to lead you to a certain place, and you don't think it knows where it's going. Okay, you idiot. A lot yeah. of people do that with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> well, we're just going to shut that thing off and find our way. I've been here. Once. You know what? Can can I interject this? Yeah. A lot of people. Will will bypass the Holy Spirit in the beginning because it seems like it's too hard to access. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, honestly, because it's like it's so much work. Oh God, I got that means I've got to pray. That means I've got to listen. That means I've got to because that because that's what we're, that's how we're yeah that's so how we're, we're, we're uh, raised we're right. trained that's how know, we're wired we're, really yeah, wired, yeah right yeah. is is I've got to put all this effort into this one. Good Lord, I can just get in the car and find it myself. That's so uh, yeah <laughs> yeah. You know, it was funny because I'm going to back up just a step because she was talking about a second ago about um, about giving about giving him access to uh, or one of you were saying it, giving him access to um, to reveal the promises, to let us get a hold of these promises and so forth. And I, I don't know why this came up to me, but I'm just going to put it out there. You know, it's amazing to me how many people will actually fight for the right to be cursed Yes. Yeah. It just yeah. amazes you me. Talk about that. That's good. It amazes me the amount of people that I've ministered to over the years. And it's like they, they it's like it's it's like they're nodding. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll and they'll they'll even pray with you. They'll oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then like legit, as soon as you turn around, they go right back out to the exactly doing what they were doing before. And it's like yeah. <sighs> Whoa. Yeah. Or, or like people um, that you touch healing and you and you talk about divine healing. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> and then they turn around and go do something crazy, completely contrary to what you just said or what the word says or what any, or anything else. And it's like, what, oh, yeah. the, what are you, <laughs> what, yeah. are you yeah. what are you doing? 
you know, it makes me think yes. of the Holy Spirit in this vein, in this, in this direction. Yeah. Right. So it's like, oh, I just, you know, it takes so much time. Does it really take that much time to hear from the Holy Spirit? I want to, I want to touch this. To, I just want to hit this right here. Does it really take that much time to hear from the Holy Spirit? A lot of people. So, so watch this. I'm going to mess with both of you, all three of you here, because there's one thing that people talk about. It's tarrying for the Holy Spirit. Let's talk about the ins and the outs of this thing, because I know of people that have tarried for the Holy Spirit, tarried, another good Christian word. Don't nobody use Terry. <laughs> Chloe, I want you to go to McDonald's and Terry for me there. Who's Terry? <laughs> <laughs> Who is Terry? He? Terry, he's that dude on the fireworks thing on the Facebook. Y'all know that. What, what, what you doing, Terry? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Terry, but Terry, who tarries? Who tarries for anything anymore? You know what we do? We waiting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We waiting for this. We waiting for that. Are we really waiting for the Holy Ghost? Mm-hmm. I actually literally know people that have tarried Christian Christian language that have tarried for the Holy Ghost for fifteen years. Just waiting on him. Oh my. Run down to your altar because your altar had horns. Mine didn't. We just had a knot and a rope. But they run it down to your altar and grab it and they just snotting and going and blowing and whatever. And they're tarrying for the Holy Ghost. I so just want to touch on this. Are we supposed to hang on? Are we supposed to let loose? Uh, wh- what are we supposed to do with this? Why is it? Why does it seem so difficult to get leadings or to get, you know, what I'm saying to get direction from this Holy Ghost? Now, here's my thing. So if he's in me, I've asked like five questions now. If he's in me. <laughs> Y'all got that, right? Yeah. If he's, if he's in me, he's mm-hmm. in me. Yeah. Then how come it's so hard seemingly to get anywhere with this? So <laughs> if there has ever been anything in my life and I have questioned the Lord, well, why don't I have this? Or why is this this way? Or, you know, whatever. His response to me has always been, well, maybe you just don't know enough. Mm. <laughs> and the, oh, come on. Surely that can't <laughs> no, be the answer. <laughs> because listen, because I've, <laughs> because I've been going to church. Let me say it the way I heard. Because I've been going to church for 30 years. Yeah. You say it. I'm just going to keep blinking at you. Because I go to, I've been going to church. I've been a Christian longer than you've been alive. Yeah, so they're basically saying, so what are you saying? Exactly. <laughs> you mean I don't know? <laughs> You mean it's been 30 years and I still don't know. And I still don't. That can't be possible. So that makes me think of Acts 19 Go where John, I'm sorry, not John, Paul, he comes back. I believe it's Ephesus. And he asks these people, he's like, have you received the Holy Spirit since you (laughs) believed? And they said, no, we didn't even know there was a baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Paul, he said, well, who have you been baptized unto? And they said, John's baptism. So they've just been water baptized. Right. But they didn't know, Keyword there, they did not know that there was an infilling of the Holy Spirit or a baptism by the Holy Spirit. And then verse 6, right there in chapter 19, verse 6, and it says, and when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Ghost came upon them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Now everybody's like, oh, I don't know about that tongue thing. Or <laughs> only prophets prophesy or something like that. Right. But those are actually gifts of the Spirit. Right. And get the, you know, speaking in tongues, that is the evidence of the Holy Spirit. When you 
when you're filled with him, you know, speaking in tongues. So, so that to me, that reads this way, you know, when Paul laid his hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost, there was evidence that at that moment they were filled. Because that makes sense. Yeah. Because if you can't see, right, because if he's a spirit and we can't see him, we can't feel him, we can't touch him, we can't sit here like what we're doing tonight and just talk mm -hmm. to yeah. him, it makes sense there's going to have to be some kind of evidence yeah. to prove several things. Number one, he's real. <laughs> Number two, this, this whole experience thing is legit. Yeah. And evidence that's going to reveal to somebody else yeah. Yeah. that this is real. Yeah. He's real. This is a legit experience. Yeah. That's the amazing thing about God in everything that he does. Everything. He never leaves loose ends. Right. Never. I love that. He never yeah. leaves, never does, <laughs> never can. He can't. Right. He won't. That's not his nature. So, of course, whenever these people were, you know, introduced at the fact that they could be filled with the Holy Spirit, there was evidence. Yeah. But what, what is so amazing to me is that they did not know, and then they were introduced to the thought that they can be filled with with the Holy Spirit. Right. So they understood then, and then they were filled. So that goes back to what I was saying just a second ago is like whenever you're lacking something in your life, most of the time it's probably because you just don't know enough. That's just true. That's it's true in everything. It's the truth in everything. It's true in everything. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Your car is going clunk, 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 and you try to fix it. Right. But you don't know. Right. What about in your life if your life is going clunk, clunk, clunk? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got a flat tire. I don't know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. You know what? And I, 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 what I heard in that was this. And this is, the Lord spoke this to me many years ago. Um, he puts his thumbprint on things. Yeah. 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 He never lets things go that are legitimately called by his name without leaving his mark. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But there's a lot of illegitimate things. Oh, yeah. Sure. Called by his name that don't have his mark. Right. Mm -hmm. This Holy Spirit guy, he's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> he's not only um, evidence, he is the thumbprint. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I love it. Well, just think this. Sorry, I'm sorry. This is one, one more thing that come to mind. Think back at the very beginning. You know, in the beginning, there was no light. God said, let there be light, you know, and... Okay, so in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God, who Whoa. we're talking about, was hovering over the surface of the waters. I love that. He was there even in the beginning. Yeah. You know, initiating. Dude, wait, wait. Go back. Let's go back. Let's all go back to Genesis 1. I want everybody and their mother right now listening to go to Genesis 1 and look at this. <laughs> because, because this is such a big deal. Such a big deal. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God yeah. <laughs> was there manifested, yes. hovering over the surface of the waters. Yes. This is the same Spirit. That's Very right. same Spirit. The same Holy Spirit. Yeah. That, that created order out of chaos. I just want yes. to touch on this. I feel like preaching right here real yeah. quick. Go ahead. <laughs> he causes chaos. He causes order out of your chaos. Yeah. What do we expect from him? He, he puts things in order that are out of order. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we're like, we're, we're piggybacking on this. Why this Holy Spirit? What, what, how, why? He puts things back in order that are out of order. Yeah. 
And, it, and I love it because so many times we're so selfish. We think just about me and my life and my stuff, which is totally true. But he does that and, and puts, sets us in order and, and gets rid of the chaos in our lives so that we can do the same to the world and the influence that we're, that we're around. Yeah. It's the point. It's yes. the whole point of him. Yes. It makes me think of that scripture where um, it says that uh, it's not God's will that any should perish. Right. Right. You know, but that all will live. They'll all have, you know, they, they will prosper in health even as their soul prospers. You know, so, I right. mean, that's talking about health and healing and prospering and stuff like that. But, like, it is the spirit that initiates yeah. those things. And that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly that. to yeah. me what this scripture reads here is, like, because I always thought about this scripture that says, and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Why did he have to be there? <laughs> why did what the you whole, doing here? Yeah, why? Why does the Holy Holy Spirit have to be there? He right. is, you know, he's Man. the the initiator of the the will of God of the plan of God. He's the one sent here. That's why he lives within us. You know, the word talks about us being the hands and feet of Christ. Literally, if you want to think about it that way, um, the Holy Spirit. We're the hands and the feet. But the Holy Spirit is the the brain of the operation. Yeah. You know, he's the heart that keeps the body pumping. He's the life you know? I mean, He's the life. Yeah. You know, so without yeah. the Holy Spirit leading and guiding and directing, who knows what the plan of God is? Yeah. I'm going to mention a name, so edit this out if we're not allowed to say names. But <laughs> so the other day I saw this on my Instagram and it was by Professor Greg Stevens, and he was saying that the Father, this is perfect, like perfect. He said the Father is the designer of the plan. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the executor of the plan. But yeah. the Holy Spirit, which is where we're at in time right now, it's Holy Spirit's who we're working with. He is the revealer yeah. of the yeah. plan. Just yes. like you said, he's yeah. the one that's initiating it to yes. you and letting yeah. you know yeah. and letting you be concerned with it too so you can right. execute it yourself. Absolutely. Right. You know what I like about that so much is I love that word initiator. Um, if you look really throughout all of the scriptures and I'm what's going through my mind right now, um, so just talking about the Holy Spirit, what I'm thinking about right now, um, you know, what we're actually touching right here is purpose. Yeah. What's the purpose of the Holy Spirit? Yeah. I love that. So I'm, what I'm thinking about right now is Adam and Eve. So Adam, before Eve even existed, it's Ish and Isha. So when God formed man, right, he, he, he formed him out of the mud, and, and there he is laying there, and it says he breathed. Yeah. It says he spoke. He called him. He gave him life. And that's such an important thing to remember. You know what's, you know what's amazing? He's three pieces of one unit. Yeah. He's three parts of one entity. Yeah. He is a father. Which is this? Which is the being? He is the spirit. Yeah. He is the life and the light of the whole thing. Without him, Jesus doesn't exist. Right. Without him, the holy, his own spirit. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. You know the way that I think about the Holy Spirit. Is, <laughs> I know it's you know it's weird, but it's almost for me like he took a knife and just kind of cut a piece of him off. <laughs> and because his spirit is life. His spirit was life and animated and became his own individual being, yeah. though he's still a piece of the Father. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. But you got one that imagines. You got one that takes that imagination and then gives life to it by speaking and, and, and letting it and releasing it. Yeah. And then you got the third guy who's honestly, I mean, they're all super important, but this guy is the manifester. 
Yeah. The Holy Spirit is the one who actually does the work. Yeah. So he left us with the best portion. So, so when the disciples are following Jesus around, they're just following Jesus around. Yeah. Right. Right. So he can empower them because of the authority he's been given, but they don't have any authority of their own. Right. Right. Yeah. So they're just walking around following him and going, this is amazing. (laughs) Right. Right? Yeah. God, Jesus said that ain't good enough. I'm going to go and I'm going to send this one to you. Yeah. So that you can go. Yes. And instead of going, this is amazing. You can be amazing. Yeah. With, with him and with his help. It just, if you think about that all the way through from beginning to end, that's the point. That's the deal. He's the manifester. Yeah. He's the one that actually builds, makes, gives life to. Yeah. And he's my personal assistant. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) I kind of feel like that answers that, you know, that whole question, like, can I be saved? Like if I'm saved, do I have to have the Holy spirit and do I have to speak in other tongues? Like, think that right that flows into that yeah 100 percent. yeah go ahead have a little bit i back to uh the word advocate i actually just looked it up real quick and the part that stood out to me was he is a person who publicly supports or recommends a particular cause or policy that that reminds me also of like kings and queens um they have their own advocate. They have their own secondhand person who gives them advice on what is the better judgment mm. and what's the next move yeah. to make. That's exactly yeah. right. Yes. That and falls that, under strategy as well. What's the best strategy in life? Go Absolutely. Ahead. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> exactly right. That's exactly That's right. right. That's exactly right. And what's amazing about that is like when you go to the, to the word and what the word says about believers that we are, uh, we are a royal priesthood. You know, we're kings and queens, you know, you know, yeah, in the yeah. world, you know, yeah. and it's, it goes exactly with what you're saying is like the Lord. I, what I got just a second ago is that Jesus, you know, not only did he come to take all of our sickness and disease and our pain and take all of our sin to the cross, you know, and, and bear that for us. But when you look at the life that he lived while he was here, really, yeah. he was an example, right? It's exactly what he was, and that's exactly what he did while he was here, being used, because he was used, it's amazing to think about this. Yeah. He is God, (laughs) he's the son of God, filled with God himself. Right. And it does, it's so hard for the human mind to comprehend, but it is, (laughs) it's so real, it's so true, and and it's, it's that way for us too. We're, we're supposed to live the way that Jesus did. Yeah. Like, and Jesus even encouraged it where others would say, oh, that's blasphemy. No, it's not. Right. They said it was blasphemy. Yes. And if Jesus, <laughs> if it was not true, Jesus wouldn't have said that you could do it right. and that you would do greater yeah. things. Right. What amazes me, I love the scripture too, because it really gets you to thinking that Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. And that goes right back to what we were talking about at the beginning, whenever, you know, the Holy Spirit hovering upon the, the, you know, the waters, the deep and everything. And then the Lord said, let there be light. Right. So everything that we speak out, just like Jesus did, everything that he spoke, you know, rise up and be healed, you know, take up your bed and walk and stuff like that. You know, all of that was just initiated by the power of the Holy Spirit within him and the authority that he had you know, it's amazing right. to think about that we have the same capability. This is an amazing thought I just had. Um, 
what I heard when you were saying, actually, I didn't hear it. I saw it while you were saying that is this is we can walk around and we can say a whole bunch of things and do a whole bunch of things. Mm -hmm. But if that creative person isn't there to initiate, to create, we're just talking. Yeah. 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 I think, y'all, I think that's why a lot of people miss him and why a lot of people think it's just too dang hard to do this. I might as well just do it myself because I don't even know Yeah. because they're not waiting until that creative person is present yeah. before they actually begin to say or work or do. Yeah. So for instance, for instance, if, if I just got saved, never got filled with the Holy spirit ever, mm-hmm. which is a different topic I really want to touch on. <laughs> And I'm call and I'm like, let's just say I'm a minister, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm standing up here and I just decide to call a healing line. Okay, don't look at me like that. <laughs> and a whole bunch of people come up because everybody's sick and dying in this, in this church. And I start speaking to you and I start praying to you. And I even, I even get crazy for my little denomination. I start, I just put my hand on you mm-hmm. without that creative being activated and in force right there. Yeah. I'm literally just putting my hand on you. I'm literally just speaking. I'm literally just praying. Yeah. And just hoping that something good comes out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, you know what I'm doing? I'm relying on my own faith and my own ability that what I do and what I say and whatever is, is going to come to pass. Yeah. It's crazy. It is yeah. crazy. You're Be- trying to work with a power that you really right. don't have. You've not acknowledged first of all, and you right. have no idea Right. What kind of power that you're working with? Right. Think about this. I mean, this is so hypothetical. <laughs> this is people going to people going to email, they're going to write in, they'll be like, I'm going to have like 15 different threads going on this, but just don't don't do that. Just hypothetically just think, what if Father God looked down at the earth in Genesis 1:1 and saw all this craziness? What would happen if he just stepped out and said, "Stop!" I know this is going to tilt your little brain. But he decided to handle it instead of going through the channels that he already set up to operate. Well, God can do anything. I ain't arguing that. God can do anything. But he set up channels with which things to to operate. If not, he would be one and whole and entire. And there would be no Jesus. There would be no personal Holy Spirit. There would be no, if you will, slice of him to, to give and to work. Y'all see what I'm saying? Yes. What if he'd have just jumped out and said, Jesus, you stay here. Holy Spirit, you go over there. I'm going to deal with this myself. You know what would happen? Y'all forgive me. Now, I'm just speaking as a human here. Don't get mad at me. No, go ahead. He would just be talking. That's true. Actually, you know what would happen? Because the Holy Spirit responds to his father. He'd be creating something way over here in five universes away. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be fixing a, a planet over here five universes away. Yeah. And we'd still be looking down here at earth going, what happened? Yeah. It's the channels. It's the channels that he set up to work through and it's how how it works. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's exactly how God works in everything. You know, we were talking earlier about, or I think maybe it was on the last, the last episode, you know, we were talking about, you know, God never leaves any loose ends. Right. You know, never. And that's exactly, that's exactly, exactly it. You know, um, it makes me think of Moses whenever he went on the mountain and he was talking to God and, and yeah, Moses yeah. was like, yep. 
God, I want to see you. Yeah. And he told him, he's like, you can't see me. <laughs> yeah. You can't see me. Yeah. But you can see, you know, you can see my, my back, you know, my back or something like that. Like right. my backside, I'll turn around right. so that you can actually see me. <laughs> right. And right. even then, right. It was too much for Moses to handle. Right. And when he come down off of the mountain, like his, he was glowing, Brother's you know glowing. what I mean? So, <laughs> so that's the, you know, in a, yeah. in a sense, you could think about the Holy Spirit that way is like, you know, he is God, of course, but he is, he's a portion of God that is not diluted. I don't know how you would say it, but he is a portion of God that we are capable of actually handling. And that's awesome. That's you know, a great way to say it. Yeah. So like we can handle being filled with that portion, right? That's do you remember? Do you know? I was going to ask you if you remember. Do you know? Do you know that anointing <laughs> literally means a smearing on of? Yes. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because we can only handle a little smearing. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true. true. Because if he put himself yeah. in me, I'd blow up. I wouldn't be here. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's so. That's such a great yeah. point. I remember a minister one time. We know her pretty well, and uh, she was talking. <gasps> The Lord was talking to her, and he asked her, he said, do you know what Romans 3.23 is? And she said, yes, it's all, for all have fallen, or have, for all have come and fallen short of the glory of God. And she got it. You know, in the beginning, whenever Adam and Eve fail, and they were, you know, everybody likes to say they were kicked out of the garden. They weren't. They weren't kicked out. They had to be, you know, they couldn't stay there because God was there. Right. And because, and the Lord had even told her, he said, you know, if I had gone to them, cause she's, she says, I'm a hugging mother, you yeah. know, and <laughs> right. I, I, I love to hug my children. She said, and you know, the Lord pointed out to her, if I had gone to Adam and Eve, just like you tried to go to your son or daughter when they do something bad, he said, I would have consumed him. Right. Totally. Because yep. he's a consuming fire. Right. You know, and where there is sin, he just consumes it. Right. You know, and that's, that's what's so amazing about God that he is so awesome, you know, and he loves us so much is that he was willing to, you know, not only send Jesus to atone for our sins and, you know, you know, pay for our healing and things like that, but also to, to send that anointing, you know, that smearing right, of right, himself right. so that we could still not just be connected to him through Jesus, but feel right. the power and the presence of yeah. God in us, through us every day. Every 100%. day. It's amazing. Oh, man. So we've run out of time. So thanks for joining us on this episode. And stay unplugged.